Hello, friends. Welcome to Trivia Over Tea, the quiz show podcast where we drink tea and play trivia. I'm your host, Matthew Cook, and I'm here virtually with our scorekeeper, Carter Zenke. How are you doing today, Carter? It's a wonderfully flurry day here, so I'm doing awesome. Ah, well, it is not a wonderfully flurry day in Southern California. I believe it's going to be about 75 degrees here in Los Angeles, so I'm wearing shorts today. Anyway, let's meet this week's contestants. First, we have Abel. Hi, I'm Abel Hadish. I am a junior theater major at James Madison University, and I'm drinking a nice peach honey tea. Mmm, lovely. And we also have Nikki. Hello, I'm Nikki. I'm a creative producing for film and TV major at Chapman University, and I am drinking Black Current Breeze Black. Yeah, black tea. Very good. Well, thank you, Abel and Nikki, for being here today. As with all of our episodes, we'll have four rounds of questions, each with a slightly different format. And so without further ado, Carter will explain the rules for round one. Yes, so round one is our first general knowledge round, where you each get five multiple choice questions. Questions here are worth 10 points each. All righty. Abel, you are up first. Are you ready? Absolutely, I am. <laughs> okay. Question one. Virginia Woolf is a famous author from the 20th century. Which of these books did she write? A, To the Lighthouse, B, The End of the Story, or C, Madame Bovary? Oh, gosh, I know Virginia Woolf. Um, <laughs> can you repeat those qu- options again? I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, a was To the Lighthouse. B is The End of the Story. And C is Madame Bovary. My heart, which has always been correct, this is really leading me towards uh, A, uh, the, the Lighthouse 1, Into the Lighthouse, I believe. That is correct. Yes. She is known for her use of stream of consciousness, uh, sorry, stream of conscious as a narrative device. Question two, which of these pop singers has appeared on Broadway? A, Olivia Rodrigo, B, Taylor Swift, or C, Ariana Grande? Oh gosh, I, I don't even know which show it is, but my heart just knows it's uh, Ariana Grande. That's correct. <laughs> Grande made her Broadway debut at age 15 in the ensemble of the musical 13. On the cast album, she has a solo in the song Brand New You, the show's finale. Grande has later collaborated with Jason Robert Brown, the show's composer and lyricist, to write her song, Jason's Song. Question three. Ossetian is the most spoken language in the Northeastern group of what large language family that includes Balochi, Kurdish, and Pashto? A, the Caucasian languages, B, the Iranian languages, or C, the Turkish languages. Okay, so I'm going to disregard the Caucasian immediately. Um, <laughs> thinking of geography in this regard, um, uh, hmm, I think it's Turkish languages. Uh, no, it's actually B, the Iranian <sighs> languages. Yeah. Question four. The resort city of Acapulco is the largest city in what southern Mexican state? A. Guerrero, B. Oaxaca, or C. Chiapas? Very little clue on this one, but I will try to deduce through it. Um, uh, the last last time I led with my heart, which has been wrong, um, I got me right. Um, so I'm going to go with uh, C, which I will try not to pronounce because I will horribly butcher it. <laughs> 
Okay. Um, well, it's actually not C. It was A. Um, Guerrero. Uh, yeah. Those. The last two questions um, were your two Mason questions. Um, oh, so, of course they that are. Does make sense. <laughs> yeah. So sorry about that. I did. Um, I, I did not include a few uh, Mason questions that were a little bit too difficult um, on your episode and also on some other episodes today. So, yeah. Anyway, question five. Which NBA player has recorded the most fouls over the course of their career? A. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, B. Carl Malone, or C. Shaquille O'Neal? Okay, okay. Um, Shaquille O'Neal just seems like a really popular name. Um, I know he's a basketball player, but I think I think that might be a red herring because um, that just name buzzes out. Um, what was the second option again? Uh, Carl Malone. Okay, so it's between Carl Malone and Kareem. I've heard, in my very little sports recollection, I've heard a lot more of Kareem, and that name popped it out. Popped out. Um, however, there have been a lot of A's, so uh, I'm gonna go with B. Uh, <laughs> forget the name of B already. Uh, Carl Malone. Yes, Carl Malone. Well, you should have stuck with A. Um, it was, in fact, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, he is number one all time in career fouls in the NBA with 4,657. Carl Malone is number two on the list with 4,578. Shaquille O'Neal way down at number 12 with 4,146. Okay. All righty, Nikki, are you ready for your five questions? Certainly. All righty. Question one. A barrette is something found in chemistry labs? Is it A, a solvent, B, a type of glassware, or C, a common compound? B, a type of glassware. That's correct. A bread is commonly used to accurately measure volumes of liquid or gases and is often used in titrations. Question two. Which American, a nurse during the Civil War, would go on to found the American Red Cross in 1881? A, Clara Barton, B, Jane Addams, or C, Elizabeth Cady Stanton? I want to say it's A, Clara Barton. That's correct. Yes. Clara Barton, self-taught, gained prominence in the American Civil War as a nurse tending to wounded soldiers. She would later become a civil rights advocate and vocal supporter of women's suffrage. Question three. In which state would you find the Green Mountains? A, New York, B, Vermont, or C, New Hampshire? Okay, so that's a great question. And <laughs> the answer that I think, <laughs> um, I mean, there's mountains on the New York license plate. The second one was Vermont, which I feel like is very green, and there's not a lot of people there. So there's a lot of space for mountains. That's how that works. And the third option was New, New Hampshire. New Hampshire. I'm going to go with Vermont. That's correct. It is nicknamed nice. the Green Mountain State. Question four. Which of the following roles did Adina Menzel not originate on Broadway? A. Amneris in Aida. B. Maureen Johnson in Rent. Or C. Elphaba in Wicked. I feel like this is, this is trying to throw me off because I do know the last two are certainly her. Like very specifically but i don't know the first one well enough what is the first one aida Amneris in aida i thought that was older so i feel like ah oh, but dina she's such a queen <laughs> i'm gonna go with a 
because I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, that's correct. Oh. Uh, she replaced Sherry Renee Scott, who originated the role on Broadway and had been with the production since the first workshop. So she did perform the role on Broadway, but she was not the original Omnaires. And finally, question five. In 1957, the United Kingdom abolished what policy that required television stations stop broadcasting each weekday from 6 to 7 p.m. so that parents could put their young children to bed? A. Baby's Bedtime B. Children's Crib or C. Toddler's Truce <laughs> That's a great... That's, those are great options. I feel like Toddler's Truce is too good. It's too good of a bit. And I also can't imagine a British person saying baby, so I'm going to go with B. <laughs> well, I'm glad I threw you for a loop there, because uh, I, in fact, came up with Children's Crib. Uh, the answer is Toddler's Truce, believe it or not. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I guess they were still in that post-war, like, they were really... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, independent television stations in the UK were struggling to stay in business as a result of the hour of lost ad revenue each night and lobbied the BBC to abolish it, but the BBC refused, so Parliament had to step in, and the policy finally ended on February 16th, 1957. So there you go. I'm glad I came up with convincing alternatives <laughs> for that one. I'm very proud of myself. Yeah, those are good. You did a great job. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Alrighty, that's the end of round one. So, Carter, can you please give us a score update? Yeah, we have Abel at 20 and Nikki at 40. now time for our weekly audience question. If you'll recall, last week our question was, the second longest reigning current monarch in the world is Hassanal Bolkaya, the sultan of what Southeast Asian nation? And the answer is Brunei. He's been on the throne since October 5th, 1967. All right, and for this week's question, the Los Angeles Rams won Sunday's Super Bowl 23-20 over the Cincinnati Bengals. The franchise won their first Super Bowl in 2000 when they were in St. Louis with what Hall of Famer as their quarterback? So have a think about that. Send me your answer, and if you send me your answer, I will send you a sticker, and I will announce the correct answer next week. Alrighty, and now it is time for round two, so Carter, can you please explain the rules? Yes, round two will consist of five questions on the same topic to each of you. This time they'll be open-ended and they'll be worth 20 points each. If you get one wrong, your opponent can answer for 10 points. Alrighty, both of you are going to get questions about uh, a famous actor who was born on February 16th, which is the date that this podcast is hopefully going to be released. Where, well, I'm hoping. I think it will, I think it will. But at any rate, Abel, your actor, um, is LeVar Burton, who was born oh. February 16, <laughs> 1957. So, are you ready for your five questions, Abel? I am. Alrighty. Question one. LeVar Burton rose to fame for playing Kunta, Kunta Quinte in what 1977 ABC miniseries based on the novel of the same name? Oh, jeez. I know LeVar Burton from Community it was leading me to him in reading Rainbow. <laughs> and this is not reading Rainbow Community. <laughs> no, this is distinctly not reading Rainbow. <laughs> um, okay. I, hmm. LeVar Burton wrote the same. 
what was the title of the um the show? character was Kunta Kinte. Kunta Kinte. Um you know, for a shot in the dark, it's if I feel like it it could be a show named after the character. So I'm gonna go with for another guess, uh Kunte Kinte. Uh no, not correct. <laughs> uh Nikki? I know my parents have said this before, and so it's really bothering me that I don't remember. Did you say it was based on a book of the same name? Yes. Oh, no. Anything I say is going to be so terrible. And it was in the 70s? Yep, 1977. So he was like 20. I have no idea. Okay. Uh, This was Roots. In the show, yeah, in the show, Kunta Kinte was a teenager in the Gambia when, in 1750, he was captured by European slave hunters and brought to North America. Burton was cast at age 19 while a student at the University of Southern California. (laughs) Burton was nominated for an Emmy Award for his performance. Question two. April, I think you'll have an easier time with this one. Okay, okay. Burton received 12 Daytime Emmy Awards and a Peabody (laughs) Award for producing and hosting what children's educational show for 23 years? (laughs) Reading Rainbow. (laughs) That's correct. 155 episodes were produced by CBS from 1983 to 2006. Question three. Burton played what character, the helmsman and later chief engineer of the USS Enterprise D in the Star Trek Next Generation series, as well as four of its feature films? Okay, okay, okay. Um, so I've always been more of a Star Wars kid than a Star yeah. Trek kid. But in Wizards 101, there is a Star Trek crossover episode. So <laughs> there's there's Spork, who's Spock. And this is not Spock. This is no. um, this is not Khan. Um, oh, God, the last one's eluding me. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> what was the role? I mean, what was his position on the ship again? Engineer? He was the helmsman and then later chief engineer. Okay. Oh, gosh. I am drawing blanks. Um, but I'll throw one of those options at the wall. Um, I, I, let's, let's go with, no, I have no options. I have nothing. Okay. <laughs> uh, Nikki? Can I, what, do I get five points if I maybe know the color of his shirt? <laughs> so uh, what i'm doing is bartering <laughs> uh i no i'm okay no on that that's totally fine i also don't know what it would have been okay um, <laughs> i feel like it's gonna be something very um like just like a pretty normal name like david <laughs> it's probably not david i'm gonna go with dave the radar man mm, so close um it was jordy laforge oh no oh i do not, oh, wow, not close no. at all yeah. could have gone with george the forge <laughs> really close <laughs> his character was blind since birth and uses technological devices to help him see mm. question four in 2021 burton served as a guest host of what show after a petition was signed by over 250,000 people. Jeopardy, and I'm so sad he's not the host. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was so really true. good. Um, he hosted episodes for the week of July 26th through the 30th. And finally, question five. On January 1st, ni- 
Oh, God. I wrote 1922. That's not right. On January 1st, <laughs> oh, no. 2022, Burton okay. served as the Grand Marshal for what event in Pasadena, California? Oh, I'm simply not from California. <laughs> <laughs> this would have been a great time uh, if I checked Twitter more often or something. Um, okay, let me... <laughs> Grand uh, Marshal. Grand Marshal at a certain event in California. Um, in Pasadena. It happens every year. Happens every year. Oh, gosh. Um, well, it's 2022. The year started, so it's probably something related to New Year's um, or such um mm -hmm. i don't probably not know the name of such event um <laughs> which is tragic <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> i'll say um what's what's the name of the city again pasadena it'll be the pasadena new year's parade <laughs> um well so Yes, but there's a name for the parade. There certainly is. You're not incorrect. Very famous name for the parade. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's perhaps connected to a football game. Oh, no. Oh, what the audience can't see is Matt just staring at the camera. <laughs> um, you know, famous football games, um, there's army there's like army versus navy game i'll throw that out there um because i have no clue i'm so sorry <laughs> yeah okay uh oh Nikki. no matt the Nikki. most full parade yes that's oh, correct that makes a lot of <laughs> the sense. army navy pasadena new year's parade <laughs> awesome i want to go <laughs> yeah i heard this on the hannah and sam episode i'm disappointed i didn't remember <laughs> such events yeah, I wasn't sure because, of course, I did ask a very similar question on that um, episode. But uh, I was like, well, this is very important. So I'll ask it again and maybe Abel will have listened. But apparently you uh, I... did, but just didn't remember. So. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. Uh, Nikki, your famous actor who was born on February 16th is Mahershala Ali. Okay. He was born February 16th, 1974. So are you ready? Sure. Okay. Question one. After earning his bachelor's degree from St. Mary's College in California, Ali enrolled in the graduate program at the Tisch School of the Arts at what university? New York University. That's correct. He earned his MFA in 2000. Question two. Ali played Colonel Boggs in the final two films of what dystopian film series? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> dystopian? Mm-hmm. Dystopian action film? Oh, I feel like it's a Tom Cruise thing. I'm getting that Tom Cruise tingle. <laughs> um, the Tom Cruise tingle. <laughs> I I'm not a big action movie person. Oh, no. It's not. It's. Oh, no. The series that I can think of off the top of my head that maybe potentially would include that are Mission Impossible, which I don't think is. Nope. That doesn't. That's, not, that's all right. <laughs> that's the series. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about family you know um oh gosh oh this is really embarrassing i go to i go to school for this um you know <laughs> i'm gonna say total recall a series no <laughs> oh jeez oh gosh no i'm gonna i'm gonna go with Mission Impossible. <laughs> mm. 
No. Not right. No. Wasn't Mission Impossible. Abel? I've seen my fair share of dystopian uh, movies. And the only one I haven't seen is like the Divergent series. And I'm going to make a guess because that's three movies in it, right? You're close. Um, it was The Hunger Games. Oh, oh what? Yeah. Really? Mockingjay Part 1 um, and Part 2. Oh, my God. Those are two separate movies. Oh, okay. Because I knew he wasn't in Catching Fire. Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was that weird period with like the Harry Potter and Twilight. Every, and yeah, everything. Where yeah. they two split part. the last book into two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All righty, moving Rough. on. Question three. Ali received his first Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor for playing Juan, a drug dealer who becomes a mentor to Chiron in what 2016 film? I know that Moonlight was at the 2017 Oscars, so I feel like if it was... Cons- I feel like it would be considered then a 2016 movie. <clears throat> Gonna say Moonlight? That's correct. Awesome. And the film won Best Picture at the 89th Academy Awards in 2017. Question four. Ali's second Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor came two years later for playing Don Shirley, a jazz pianist touring the American South in 1962 in what 2018 film? Is this the Green Book? That's correct. I remember there was a lot of Yep. Why did this win? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, and that <laughs> film also uh, won Best Picture to a bit of controversy. And finally, question five. Ali is slated to play what Marvel superhero in an upcoming film who was previously portrayed by Wesley Snipes in a trilogy of films in the late 1990s and early 2000s? I do know this one. I think it is Blade. That's correct. Nice. Ali has an uncredited voice cameo as Blade in a post credit scene in the Marvel film Eternals. Well, that's the end of round two. So, Carter, can you please give us a score update? We have Abel at 60 and Nikki at 130. Now it is time for round three. Yes. Carter, can you please explain the rules? Yes, round three will be very familiar to round two, except the stakes are slightly higher. Each question is worth 30 points, and the questions are on different topics for each of you. All righty, Abel. Are you ready for your five questions? Absolutely, I am. Question one. Interstate 81 is paralleled by what U.S. highway from north of Knoxville, Tennessee to Watertown, New York? Okay, okay, okay. Because Interstate 81, so that goes, that goes, even, odds go up and down, mm-hmm. evens go left and right. Um, so this is Including, I'll say, in Harrisonburg, Virginia. I I <laughs> I, I had a feeling such it's always based off where you are um okay 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 so what, what uh so yeah i drive up the state uh 81 whenever i come up to up and down from Harrisonburg. um which one's the other one? Oh god i mean it's certainly an 80 um <laughs> I, well not necessarily because this is a, this is a u.s highway that i'm asking uh, about this is not an interstate highway, highway not an interstate oh no i don't know about all that Highways, not wait, interstates, not highways. Okay. Oh, okay. Who? Uh, highways, highways, highways. Yeah, no, it's. I, I'm, a, I'm a walker. So, um, you walk from school? I walk from school to school. I, I'll, I'll walk anywhere I can. Walk right up to Northern Virginia. Walk up to Northern Virginia. I mean, yeah, someone, or whenever someone's driving me, I'm usually just making jokes in the passenger seat. Um, <laughs> Much like right now, I think. Yes, much like right now. (laughs) 
listen, I use humor to deflect. This is not for <laughs> <laughs> it. I, I will um, also add that this US highway, it's a you know, it's a number. Um it goes a, goes right through part of the James Madison University campus. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Just <laughs> just the more you add really just highlights how little I know. Um <laughs> Okay, because it probably it, there's definitely the highway it's definitely the highway you cross. There's a bridge. We everyone talks about it. it cuts the campus in half and we and the whole campus divided from east and west east and west camp main campus by this highway which i'm pulling legs on i finished the 81 but it's not um i'm pulling nothing Matt. well okay okay i will give you that that one is in. i'm looking at a map right now that one i think the one that you're talking about is in fact interstate 81 oh okay yeah but that this is the, it's it's a u.s highway and in Harrisonburg, it's it's just like a surface street. What? It goes right through the town, uh, right right through yeah. the city, and it's uh, it it looks like um and it's been a while since I've been to Harris Harrisonburg, but it's like down by the performing arts center. Oh, for sure. I mean, I think the street name is probably like I think it might be Port Republic, but I don't think that's. Because either Port Public or Main Street, um, but Main Street hasn't South Main Street has a name besides. I don't know. The, I don't know the number. I'm sorry, Matt. I don't want to waste any more time. <laughs> okay, Nikki, do you know? I do not. I'm not well versed. I'm gonna say two thirty four. Mm, no, uh, this not. is uh, Route Eleven. Oh wow! Didn't Just, know that. I was so wrong. <laughs> yeah, uh, Route Eleven. Uh, despite the fact that 81 terminates north of Knoxville. Route 11 continues all the way south to New Orleans. Oh, wow. Yeah. Question two. In April 1861, militiamen attacked the U.S. Army's position at Fort Sumter, opening the American Civil War. And in which state did this early Civil War battle take place? Okay, so it's Civil War, so it's got to be East Coast. <laughs> um, okay, Fort Sumter. Um, I, I think well, a lot of the Civil War stuff what must have happened around the boundary of the north and south because they wouldn't go deep into either way. Um, uh, geez, I don't... My gut's saying it's not Virginia, even though Virginia has everything in it. That's a safe bet. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm going against... You know what? I, it has everything. Almost every historical <laughs> bet is just like Virginia or Pennsylvania. This is a thinly veiled uh, excuse to promote the state of Virginia. It is. Over podcasts. Absolutely. Um, say, is there even a world outside of the state of Virginia? I don't I, think that there is. I don't know where I am. It's, it's just not territory. Virginia. No. I I feel like I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go with Maryland. Actually, for... uh, no, it's not Maryland. Uh, Nikki. I think it's South Carolina, and it is I think South Carolina. But it is part of a Percy Jackson book, and that is how I know, which is kind of oh sad. my um, gosh, you're so sea right. Sea of Monsters. Is it in Sea of Monsters? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm living, I, can I look it up? Is I that think, okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Go for it. I didn't remember that. But yes, in fact, it is um, South Carolina. It's located in Charleston Harbor. Um, oh, yeah. A, a quote that uh, Matthew Hauser included for this answer um, South Carolina is too small for a republic, but too large for an insane, uh, insane asylum. And that was uh, James <laughs> Louis Pettigrew of Charleston, South Carolina, um, expressing. His unpopular opinion as his native state made the decision to secede from the Union in December 1860. Did you find... It was in book? Mark of Athena in the Heroes of Olympus series. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I didn't, oh, read, okay. I didn't read that series. Very good. Okay. Question three. 
In December 2021, what musical, based on a Robin Williams film of the same name in which he plays a nanny, oh, I know opened going. on Broadway nearly two years after its initial previews? Oh, gosh. I want to say this is just Mrs. Doubtfire, but that close, like, right now, didn't it? I think it's Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire. That's correct. It's on hiatus right now. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. But uh, the show originally began previews on March 9th, 2020. Yeah, I remember. I was so excited. Oh, I'm going to go cool. see it. And then it just... <laughs> Rough. Yeah. So yeah, wow. it had, what, four maybe previews, something like that, yeah. and had been mm -hmm. set to open on April 5th. Um, previews were resumed on October 21st, 2021, and it opened on December 5th. And right now it is on hiatus until mid-March, I believe. Crazy. Question four. In January 2022, Microsoft bought what game developer, which had become embattled due to issues with the Overwatch League and a massive workplace harassment lawsuit in a $70 billion all-cash purchase? Oh, I mean, this has got to be Blizzard. Um... Wait, yes. I want to make sure, make sure Blizzard's the right thing. I think so. Blizzard, World of Warcraft. Um, yeah. All that jazz. Yeah. A yeah. Activation yeah. Blizzard. Yeah. Yeah. That's correct. And finally, question five. According to Arthurian legend, what oh. wizard served as a mentor to the young King Arthur? Oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah. This is Merlin. Yeah. That's correct. Well, I was going to pin up with, with Morgan Le Fay. <laughs> nice. This I see that amazing. magic school or no magic treehouse pole. Is that, <laughs> didn't she have a mini series? Oh I th yeah, she did. Cause Merlin was like a, a character who was in it, like mm -hmm. pulling the strings the whole time. And then they got yeah. to battle crazy all based on Arthurian lore, which I know so much about. <laughs> you did great. Very good. Thank you. Very good. <laughs> Alrighty, Nikki, are you ready for your five questions? Yes. Question one. On the night of January 3rd, 2022, hundreds of drivers were stranded overnight on I-95 in Virginia due to a snowstorm, including what U.S. Senator? Oh, oh, oh my God. And it was so funny, but not funny that that happened, but there was a lot of tweets. U.S. Senator? Jeez. Oh my gosh, this just happened too. Oh mm -hmm. no. U.S. Senator? Senator? Mm -hmm. Yep. It's so... Simple. It's just so simple. Mm -hmm. And I totally know it, and I'm stalling because I do know it. Mm -hmm. I just want to make people wait. Mm -hmm. For sure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw this. This is so sad. Use humor to deflect. I heard it works really well. I've heard the same thing. <laughs> it works really well here. Oh, man. All I can think of right now is terrible glenn yunkin so but I, he's not a senator he's the governor he's certainly the governor yeah he's just boo mm -hmm. i i can't there's no senators empty nothing in my brain right now all right abel you know this could very well be the former governor but i'm gonna throw the name out there because i remember sending him emails um jerry connelly <laughs> uh no jerry connelly is a congressman actually Oh. Um, this is Tim Kaine. Oh, I knew it was a T, but I was like, it's not Ted Cruz. <laughs> no. The only T no. in politics I can think of. Ted Cruz. Oh, is a very obvious one. No, because Ted Cruz would have gone to Cancun instead of oh, sitting on I-95. Oh. Uh, no, this was Tim Kaine. Uh, some people were stranded in their cars for over 24 hours. Kaine was on his way to the Capitol from his home in Richmond. Wow. All right, question two. 
Actress Marilyn Monroe was married to what playwright, who is most famous for writing Death of a Salesman and The Crucible? Arthur Miller. That's correct. The two were married for five years, up until shortly before Monroe's tragic death at age 36. Question three. In 1977, what American musician, also known for his performance in the Rocky Horror Picture Show, released the album Bat Out of Hell, which is the fourth best-selling album in history with over $43 million in sales. Sorry, with over 400... God, wake up, Matthew. With over 43 <laughs> million sales. In the Rocky Horror Picture Show? Can you just, can you repeat the question? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll try. Uh, in 1977, what American musician, also known for his performance in the Rocky Horror Picture Show, released the album Bat Out of Hell, which is the fourth best-selling album in history with over 43 million sales. It's so famous. <laughs> oh, no. Not Tim Curry. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome, though. Oh, man. Um, Lucas Hauser included one, or included several <laughs> songs in, in his question, but I will give you one of them. Okay. Two out of three ain't bad. Mm-mm. Abel, I feel like you're going to get this one and it's going to be so awesome. So take it. Abel? Um, I think, especially since he recently passed away, this meatloaf? That's no! Right. He passed away He's... yesterday. Well, as yeah. of this recording, it was yeah. yesterday, I believe. Um, but yes, this was meatloaf. Also on the album um, Paradise by the Dashboard Light. So um, who is he in? He's sing, he's, I think it's Eddie who like comes out of the fr- like the fridge and like play- sings that one oh, song man. on a motorcycle and then like drives around and dies. I'm going to be part. honest, I don't Spoiler think I was alert. the way for that part. <laughs> <laughs> Fair um, enough. <laughs> all right, uh, let's see, where were we? Question four. What current senator from Georgia is the first millennial to be elected to the United States Senate? I don't know how you ended up with two senator questions. I in did. I, I apologize about did. that. It's okay. Not an issue. Is it Stacy? Uh, Stacy Abrams? No, uh, she's not a senator. Uh, Abel? I do not know politicians. Um, just throw some names out there because I feel like throwing a, a name <laughs> out there is, is always better than just it's, mm. it's for, for the audience. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there was that guy who ran for president who was really young. Um, P.B. Pete Buttigieg or P. something? B. I thought Pete yeah. was Midwest. I'll, I'll, t- I'll give you that Pete Buttigieg was the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, now I he's the clue. Secretary of Transportation. I have Certainly. no other clue, but I, so I'll be locking that in for comedic effect. How <laughs> 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 well done. Um, but unfortunately, that's not correct. Uh, this okay. is John Ossoff. Aha. Yeah. Oh. Uh, he was born February 16th, 1987. So he's turning uh, 35. Ossoff is also the first Jewish senator from Georgia and the first uh, Jewish senator from the Deep South since 1885. Good for him. Yeah. And finally, question five. On December 23rd, 2021, what star of The Music Man on Broadway praised the understudies in the cast during the bows? Oh, it was, was it Hugh Jackman? That's correct. I love that video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kathy Voitko found out eight hours before the performance that she would be stepping in for Sutton Foster to play the leading role of Marion Peru that evening. In his remarks, Jackman praised understudies as the, quote, bedrock of Broadway. Mm. All righty, that's the end of round three. So, Carter, can you please give us a score update? 
we have Abel at 165 and Nikki at 205. Now it is time for round four. So Carter, can you please explain the rules? Yes, round four is our showdown where you'll each get three questions worth 40 points each and we'll ask you to write down your answers or otherwise make note of them and we'll reveal them at about the same time. All righty, Abel, Nikki, are you ready? Sure. Yes. Okay. Question one. Located in the Appalachian Mountains in North Carolina, what is the highest point in the United States east of the Mississippi River? Are we looking for a mountain name? Yes. Mountain oh. name. Do we have any guesses, answers, maybe, perhaps? I did write down Mount, so. I okay. was also Good. writing down Mount, so. <laughs> Good. Good start. Good start. Um, hey, well, do you think we can work together? <laughs> collaborate on this. Collaborate. We unionize mm. halfway through. Um, I don't think that was part of the rules. Um, <laughs> I, I do not know. <laughs> okay. Uh, Nikki, do you have an answer? Just make something up. Mount Carter. Uh, I'll go with mm. Mount Matthew. Oh, that would be nice. But um, in fact, it was uh, Mount Mitchell. Dang it. Yeah, so should have should have chosen Mitchell instead. Um, Mount Mitchell stands 6,684 feet tall, and it is 1,189 miles from the nearest single higher point, Lone, Lone Butte, which is in southeastern Colorado. Question two. Before becoming a railroad tycoon, Cornelius Vanderbilt built an empire of what other mode of transportation? Do we have answers, guesses, maybe? My guess is steamboats. Okay. Abel? My, my guess was trolleys since they're similar. The answer is steamboats. Oh, nice job. What? Vanderbilt dominated the steamboat ferries on the Long Island Sound in the mid-1800s, and that's how he earned his nickname, the Commodore. Commodore ah. Vanderbilt. And finally, question three. On February 9th, 1964, the Beatles made their U.S. television debut on what long-running variety show? Variety show? Yeah, and I'll, I'll give you a hint that this show is mentioned in a famous Broadway musical. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't oh. think it's the Corny Collins show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, not the Corny Collins show. Um, uh, wow. <laughs> right. In this, in 64? 64. Oi. Yeah. righty. Do we have answers, guesses? Abel, do you want to go first? Perhaps. Abel. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I got too stuck in the what Broadway show could be from and didn't realize I had no time left. So I will be going with the Corny Collins show. <laughs> okay. Uh, Nikki? Um, I know, I feel like this was an interview show, so it's probably wrong, but the Dick Cavett show? No, um, the Broadway musical that this is mentioned in is Bye Bye Birdie. Oh. Um, and it is the Ed Sullivan show. Dang it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, their first appearance was watched by an estimated 73 million people and launched Beatlemania in the United States. Well, that's the end of the game. So, <laughs> Carter, can you please give us the final score? <laughs> Our final score is Abel at 165 points and Nikki at 245 points. Well, congratulations, Nikki. You have won. Thank you. Thank you. Do you have anything that you would like to say? I would like to thank Abel for being a fantastic <laughs> opponent and wonderful friend. Thank you, Matthew, for bringing us on. Oh, 
Well, thank you, Matthew. Thank you guys for being here. Well, that's our show for this week, folks. Thank you, Abel and Nikki, for being on the show today, as well as Carter Zanke for being our scorekeeper and Mason Cook for composing the music. Today's questions were written by Caitlin Fick, Matthew Brown, Matthew Hauser, Lucas Hauser, Mason Cook, and yours truly. And thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe to Trivia Over Tea on your preferred podcast platform and leave us a review if you enjoyed it. And check out our Facebook and Instagram pages at Trivia Over Tea and our Twitter account also at Trivia Over Tea. And feel free to message us there if you have any comments or suggestions regarding the show. And tune in next week when we'll have two new contestants and 33 more fantastic questions. Thank you. We'll see you next week. 